Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Daniel Valdez, Anthony Dorenzo, our associate producers. Big final hour on the way. Morning Mystery Movie Clip is coming up in just about 15 minutes. Dawn's Big 3 at 9.30. We've got part due of the cut sheet as well as, yes, another chance to win a trip to Walt Disney World. Free vacation all September long. Final week we will be doing this. At 9.50, you listen, we give you the keyword. You head on over to 1210WPHT.com and enter that keyword for a chance to win that free vacation to Walt Disney World. And while you're there, make sure you stop by and uh, pick up some 1210 merch, the merch store. Um, I'm double merching today. I've got the coffee mug and Uh, the T-shirt. Yeah, double merching. uh, If you're on YouTube right now, Mm. this is what we call product placement, boys and girls. Why don't you? Can you move that uh, microphone out of your yeah. out of your way for a little bit so we can just see the and see just it. kind of uh, how's that? There, it's it's a I, good it's a good fit. It's a good fit and tea. Yeah, it's a good fit and tea, yes. right? Yeah, and right, as Dawn, Dawn, as Dawn has said, nice. the uh, the mug is big. The big uh, mug, yeah, the big yeah, black mug. We don't need to get it's back. Not a into low this. energy, right? Smaller mug, right? My daughter saw it over the weekend. And like, they oh, like it. That's your radio show. <laughs> I was like, yes. So it's a uh, it's Kale and Company. It's like spray painted font, mm-hmm. and it says "Free Speech Lives Here" written in black underneath it. It's a light gray shirt. Yep. Um, you can go to twelve ten WPHT to purchase it. Twelve ten WPHT. We need our. We need you out there representing. Like yep. we're this. You are our marketing department. Yes. So please help us market. We we try and provide you quality entertainment for free Monday through Friday. Not many other shows do that. Everybody's like, "Hey, subscribe here. You have to su- subscribe to Spotify to mm-hmm. to get my podcast, or you have to do this here to get this." Uh, we give it to you for free. We yeah. just ask that you uh, buy some merch and show it off so uh, people can say, "Oh, I listened to that show too." Yes. And earlier this morning, we had a Dawn Show T-shirt suggestion that said. Uh, the Dawn Show, it's for the boys. I, I like that. Yes. I, lo- I like that a lot. Is that the leader in the clubhouse? I we did yeah. have a mention. There it's was a, a mention last week. It's, it's a, a sin. It's a sin. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. It's a sin better. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Or you do the you Dawn do Show, <laughs> it's a sin on the front, and then on the back, it's I'm, for the boys. I'm being outvoted. That's fine. So you like that better than than the Dawn Show? It's for the boys. I, I don't know. I like them. I think that's hysterical. Make two of them. We need. We need. To, like, I need to come up with a font or something for you because, like, this is a, you know, this is a more edgy show. So I wanted to yeah. make it look like that. Dawn is a very, you know, she's a journalist. She's very proper. She's, yeah. you know, she's, she's professional. Usually, she's a lady. You know, <laughs> unlike she gets, me, she's, she's professional. A lady. She gets to the heart of every issue. You know, she. Says thing with emotions and feelings. She, she sometimes cries. Mm-hmm. Like we need to reflect that in her yeah. shirt. Right? By the way, you just called this show an edgy show. Did I? Yeah. yeah. Are we edgy? Sure. I think we just uh, report the facts and share uh, opinions. Well, I don't know. I I got a lot of hate email last week about how we were doing things that were inappropriate. Well, that's your fault. That's you guys. I I had nothing to do with that. Yeah. I wasn't you know talking about mug sizes. I blame, <laughs> I blame Don for that. I I wish I had this like a smaller example yeah. of the mug because I think they don't know what I was. So I was trying to think of this yeah. mug and we well, have big hands, so. fifteen right. or sixteen, right? Yeah, right. What yeah. size shoe do you wear, Don? <clears throat> Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that's it. I don't have like like Dana Perino. 
Yeah, as, as like tiny yeah. little. Yeah, she's like four ten. Yeah, she, yeah. So she, you you know what you she's bring like an up? Elf. You bring. She, Stop. She's just petite. You, what you bring up is... <laughs> she's like, she's a poor elf? Yeah. She, she looks like an elf. She, she's been in the studio. Like, you know... She's Zioli, very petite. Zioli's not exactly, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the towering inferno. Yeah, Zioli's and, not built like Fetterman. <laughs> and he looked and he looked like a giant standing next to her. Yeah. She's like five feet tall. Yeah. And that's with hair and heels. Yeah. But no, what you bring up is actually I... One of the things I tried out for in my lifetime was... QVC, locally. I, I think you would be good at that. Because I love QVC. Right. And it's the American dream. Inventors go there. I mean, it's really, it's a cool environment. And they have like 100 acres. I'm exaggerating. But it's amazing behind the scenes what what they do. And mm. it's really a cool place. And by the way, those hosts make a ton of money. They really rake it in. Mm-hmm. So I tried out. They had 9,000 applications. I made it to the top three and then um, a guy beat me out because he w- they didn't have anybody because they w- they want anyway. One of the things they really look for your hands, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they that's their whole th- one of the things they really look for. Okay. But so that was like what when people were making comments, that all I, that's all I could think of. This is why I've lost out <laughs> to the guy at QVC because <laughs> of my Fred Flintstone fingers. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Fred Flintstone. But no, I love. I still to this day I think. If you laugh at those QVC hosts, try to talk about a Kale and Company cup. Try to talk about it for even mm-hmm. three minutes. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I know. It's not easy what they do. I know. Uh, JR writes, the show is definitely not edgy. Too mainstream. Are we main? Too main. Okay, so, oh, really? we're, mainstream. so we're too mainstream. <laughs> and That's then, the funniest thing I've ever oh, heard. Oh, you're too right wing. You're too yeah. conspiracy. You know what? You're starting to sound like Fox News. You're becoming mainstream. Why don't you ask some of the suits how mainstream we are and if they want to yeah. promote this show yeah. or this station? Uh, <laughs> the answer would be no. People just hear what they want to hear. I'm if convinced we, of that. Yeah, and if we were mainstream, we would have like, isn't that great? Isn't yes. that great that yeah. Taylor's all look the Swifties and isn't that wonderful? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're we're the only show on this in in Morning Drive in Philadelphia that discusses the stuff that we're discussing in the way we. True. No other show True. is. No other show is. I mean, like I'm sure there's other shows that are talking about the Taylor Swift. Oh, absolutely. And Jason uh, Travis. Kelsey I was just thing. in the bathroom and I heard Bill and Jen on B101. They were. It's over the speaker and they were talking about it. But they're not bringing up the fact that she was in an Eagles hoodie. And or they're not he's bringing pimping up, Pfizer. Or or that he's pimping Pfizer. Or that she is completely overrated and maybe a little bit of a psycho chick. Um, but that's why. That's just my opinion. To your point, I was looking. I was trying to. Read the mom vibe of Donna Kelsey, who yeah. I really like. You know, she's a football mom, and she's obviously she and her husband Ed have you know been through it and stayed married for the boys, and maybe some of us could relate to going through some things like that. But she's kind of if you watch the mom, she's even when she claps it sometimes she's like, mm-hmm. and I I was inferring just trying to read her by thinking, oh, mom thinks. Oh boy, this one's a handful, Ed. <laughs> oh boy, you know. But as a mom, all you're thinking about, even from when your kids are teenagers, what if this is the one? Mm. What oh, if this yeah. is the one? And so yeah, you want to be because all you're thinking about is in the future. Yep. The grandkids come into your house on Christmas Day or yeah. for the holidays for Hanukkah. It's you know we right right. And we just came through Rosh Hashanah. You you want them That's there for the family meals. Yeah. And for the 
So that's all the moms are thinking about. That's Wasn't right. she just that she was just because she was in LBI for some wedding like a month or so yeah. ago. She was there with some dude. So like what what do we do? Yeah, she's you know she's playing the game. She's on the. Well, she, look, uh, look to, to Dawn's point. I'm going to like it's it's very sexist of me to say that because you know when guys are rock stars and they're going through yeah, you yeah. know eight to ten women a night, they become legends. Mm-hmm. They become legends. <laughs> yeah. But this, but you know her yeah. having a sorted dated you know dating life. We're like, well, she might she she must be a psycho. Yep. Well, that's one way to phrase it. That's a polite way. Well, think about that's her. The reason she is popular with young women is because she writes about her breakups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? She's Sid. she's basically uh, doing what I do on Twitter, except she does it in songs and he makes money. Sid Sid writes. This is the what we what we do portion of the show. Yes, I, I was, I'm glad Sid said. See, Sid's wired just like me. Yeah. Because some people will say we're a right-wing show. Some people say we're edgy. Others say we're too mainstream. We're the only show in this building that went 11 minutes unscripted without a plan and made it look like it was part of the program. Amen. Amen. This was, uh, just so you know, we do have a show sheet. Uh, This was not on it. And we're not beholden to the show sheet, much like uh, sports radio hosts that pose stupid questions and give out a phone number. You can count on us. Will the Eagles blow out Tampa Bay tonight? Yes. 610. Wait, Nick, before we get off the air today, you and I need to to do a little wager. That's right, we do. So just 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 keep that in mind, my friend. The Eagles! Yeah. And they'll play tonight. All right, 855-839-1210 is how you climb in. So the last thing on the Fetterman front, and then we've got a uh, an update with Trump and Howard Stern with their beef, and also a prediction with Fox News as to who could actually swoop in and purchase the network after uh, Rupert Murdoch has handed it down to his kids. Uh, this person does not believe that that is going to last very long. But the New York Post, uh, in regards to John Fetterman and the ridiculous attire and all the conversation that we've been having around that since last Thursday, so they tried to basically send out one of their reporters to the finest New York City restaurants dressed like John Fetterman, wearing sweatshirts and cargo shorts and looking like you know a random college guy, and see if they were admitted and, and allowed to come in and dine at these establishments. So uh, they sent out a New York Post reporter, John Levine, or John Levine, I'm not sure how you say his last name. Uh, he learned the hard truth this past week when he crisscrossed the Big Apple's culinary landmarks wearing Fetterman's trademark hoodie, gym shorts and sneakers and tried to gain entry only to face scorn and mockery from many hosts and waitresses and waiters with more common sense than Congress. Uh, According to Daniel on the Upper East Side, uh, where a seven-course tasting menu will cost you a cool $275, quote, he would not be permitted here. (laughs) Point blank. Period. That's amazing. Two seventy uh, a person. Two seventy five for a seven course tasting Dang. menu. Yes, um, she admitted that she did not know who John Fetterman was, but quote, we have turned away guests for being improperly dressed, regardless of their occupation. At um, another restaurant, a very famous one, and I'll probably butcher this name, Le Bernardine, a uh, restaurant with a hostess named Julian, who served up. Uh, in an array of another bunch of words I can't pronounce, quote, no athletic wear is permitted, he said flatly, staring down the Washington Post reporter and denying a nibble of Chef Eric Rippert's $480 dinner and wine prefixed menu. 
No, no athletic wear permitted, and he would not be permitted here. Those are the first two. And then the final one, uh, this other person says, um, uh, Aldo Soam is the guy's name who runs, uh, he's the wine director, said jackets and pants were on loan to those with Fetterman's fashion sense, basically telling these people that showed up, tried to be, tried to gain admittance into the establishment, much like Greg Stocker at the, at the Union League, they have to go and get dressed elsewhere, and then they will give you a jacket so that you can sit there. So think about this. These are places that I would never be caught dead in because I don't, I mean, I love a lot of good food and good mixed drinks, but I'm not spending $480 or $275. And I'm not that, I'm not in that New York City elite vibe. Like, I don't do that type of stuff. Um, not that I could afford to anyway, but even <laughs> if I could, it's not my vibe. It's not the, the type of um, company I like to be around. I mean, they're basically telling you that John Fetterman, and I, and I know this audience already knows that and realizes it. What he tries to pull off and what he does pull off with the United States Congress as a senator is not going to fly in some of the uh, the big wig eateries in the Big Apple. So I thought that was pretty interesting. It's like the New York Post did like a man about town almost, basically. It's such a great it's such a great idea. It's such a great idea. Should we send Valdez and Dorenzo out like that? <laughs> well, no, I mean, they've done it already. So, okay. <laughs> you know, we'd be just be copying off of That's that. That's true. That's true. But like, yeah, you can't. I mean, I tried to get into a, 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 a John George restaurant one time in New York City uh, wearing a hoodie. And mm-hmm. they were like, they're like, we have we have a dress code here. Yeah. To, to your point, when I got married um, in 2008. We got married at a play, uh, a golf course in uh, Hellertown, Pennsylvania, private country club. Yep. And with the the um, package that we got, the groom, his best man, and the father-in-law and the father got a free round of golf. And this was 2008 before I started playing golf, five years before I got into golf. And if you've ever been at a public golf course, you'll you'll always tell that there are certain people that are there for the first time that don't play golf, that don't know what they're doing, and they show up in cargo shorts. Cargo shorts are a no-no on the golf course. Yeah. And I had cargo shorts on. And I was in the pro shop buying a sleeve of balls and a glove. And I get out there to go to the first tee. And the guy comes up to me and says, sir, you cannot have cargo shorts on at this golf course. I said, but I'm, I'm getting married here. I'm the groom. Sir, with all due respect, you cannot wear cargo shorts here. So I went into the pro shop and spent $85 on a pair of golf shorts. Yeah. Wow. After my in-laws spent twenty five, thirty grand, whatever the wedding was, and they were like, oh, "We don't care." Did you return them like I did? No, we should have. I kept them. Yeah, I don't know where they are now, but you know. Well, that's. I mean, this whole show has kind of been us pointing out how there are literally dress codes everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like somebody on the YouTube chat, or maybe it was Twitter, I don't remember. Somebody made the point that it. Can you imagine if a doctor came in dressed like that? Oh, I know. Like, hi, I'm your heart surgeon. Yeah. Like, no, you're not. What if your heart surgeon came in on a Friday and he was dressed in his golf outfit because he had a two <laughs> o'clock tea time and you're there at 1245 for an appointment and he just looked like he was ready to check out and exit? Yeah. You would probably be like, uh, Doc, don't I deserve a little bit more of your time and attention? Yep. I know you got that tea time. And that's where your brain is. But um, yeah, like my heart is failing. So, but he he does this. He uses the this uh, this mental health aspect of what he's going through, and I'm I'm not I'm not downplaying mental health. It's a serious issue, but he's using this as an excuse to say, "Well, I I can then dress like a slob." That's correct. And 
And if he didn't have these issues, he would be right. required to wear something different. And if you pointed out and criticize him, yes. you're you're tone deaf to his um yes. you know, his tragic issues it's, that he's dealt with lately. It's a it's a win win situation for him yeah. because he you can't they criticize ins- they him. They insulate him from criticism. It's completely insulated. And yep. even guys like and even guys in his own party like Dick Dermott, they kinda tiptoe around mm-hmm. Well, it's, you know, there needs to be some sort of... Yeah. Let me play that again. Just, well, it's just, funny. Okay. They tiptoe around that. Like, everybody tiptoes around saying Kamala should not be the choice for Joe as Veep. Exactly. Well, it's not my decision. It's Joe's decision. Yeah. The devs are very good about not throwing one another un, under the bus. They tiptoe around it. This is this is Dick Durbin on uh, one of the Sunday shows over the weekend being asked about the Senate dress code. Cut 12. Something that's going on inside the Senate, which is a debate about the dress code. Uh, you say that you are concerned uh, about the fact that your leader, Chuck Schumer, directed that the Senate no longer enforce its dress code. Can you explain why you're concerned about that? Well, let me tell you, the good news is the conversation continues, and I believe there's going to be uh, an agreement, I hope very, very soon, among members. Uh, it, it is uh, experience in the Senate to see individual senators and their individual fashion taste I could go through the long litany of those that I've seen in the past. But I think it's very positive that Chuck is sitting down with the senators who are interested in this issue, and I expect an agreement to be reached very soon. Why do you think the dress code shouldn't change? Well, I can tell you that you really don't have a dress code in the rules of the United States Senate. See? Uh, what we need to do is to reach an accommodation that is uh, An realistic. accommodation? Mm-hmm. Uh, some of this is more challenging than it sounds, but uh, I think with the progress that's been made to date is very encouraging. An accommodation? Mm-hmm. Make, just make life for John as easy as possible. And if I'm Schumer, this is where I'm saying, you know, we've got this issue here with Fetterman. I've got Menendez in New Jersey with his debacle. The president with his age, his son. If you think of there's a lot of negative talking points, not to mention the economy and everything else. Like the last thing we need is Republicans or even common sense people saying the Dems are a mess right now. The last thing we need is somebody pointing out our guy because he wears a sweatshirt. Exactly. Like, that's an easy fix. Yep. Fixing Joe, you can't do. Yep. Fixing Mr. Yep. Menendez, you can't do. Yep. All you got to do is tell Fetterman, hey, get in the bathroom, take the sweatshirt off, <laughs> and put on a Brooks Brothers. Well, somebody brought up the point, and I don't know if it's... I don't know one way or another. Is Does he... Because of the limitations of his stroke, does he have a hard time putting on a suit? I don't know. I mean, I... It doesn't seem like, and I've only seen him get out, get out of vehicles and walk down hallways. And yeah, he's you know he's six five, three hundred pounds, and he walks like like Sasquatch to begin with. But I, I don't see any physical limitations on like no the dressing. Only, the only limitations I've seen were his cognitive Process, ones. processing and audio, hearing yeah, hearing words and not being able to process them. Yep. I haven't seen any sort of. Uh, mobility issues right. from him whatsoever, other right. than him being a. But you know, it, I mean, giant. Greg. But it goes along with the fact that he has a lot of stroke patients also suffer mental health depression issues. So the fact that he has trouble getting dressed yeah. in the morning is is all part of that package. And so to me, not only are we just lowering the bar for yeah. one individual, and it's that, you know, it's that we're talking about one percenters. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really, I, I find it amazing that, that, that progressives talk about those privileged one percenters but in fact if you look at what they're what they're doing they're trying to change the rules for one individual who's mm-hmm. depressed 
clearly is healing and recovering. I don't even know if he's in full control of, of everything. And that's why he has that aid sneaking him through the basement. Mm -hmm. And so ultimately to me, all of this just seems cruel. And the fact that the media just keeps on going with it and, and everybody in Congress, it's, it's somebody needs to stand up and say, no, 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 this is not right. Well, the Dems have lowered the bar. Their mantra now is if you're alive, you can serve. Yep. All you have to do is be breathing and you can serve. And it's by no mistake that the, one of the first Republicans to speak out, for example, about Bob Menendez was John Fetterman. Yep. Because clearly, you know, they released a statement and who are they going to, who's the biggest rubber stamper? Boom, Fetterman. Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, Aaron writes, wasn't he dressing like that? like that before yes. the stroke. Yes, yeah. absolutely was. But this is just uh, this is just a way for him to continue dressing the way he wants to dress. Yeah. One more and then I know we have to get to the um mystery clip. Mystery movie clip. Tasha writes, uh, there's a dress code for Delilah's Gentlemen's Club in Philadelphia, yeah. but not our Senate. Yo, so senators have dress codes, but strippers do not. <laughs> That's a great point. What a wild world we live That's in. That's a great point. You can't you cannot go into into Delilah's. Yeah. Uh no white t-shirts, not, baggy yes, shorts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Nine twenty-three Monday morning. Let's get to our morning mystery movie clip. And now the morning mystery movie clip on Kalen Company Talk Radio twelve ten WPHT. That's not working. Hit it with this. Don't. Ever do that again. <laughs> do you hear me? Just expressing myself. New. No. New. No. Mm-mm. Not like that, you're not. All right? She got heavy. She had this. Think you know what it is? Be call at 12 at 855-839-1210, and you could win this great prize. And today's great prize uh, is a four-pack of tickets to tour the Battleship New Jersey in Camden, New Jersey. For more information, visit BattleshipNewJersey.org. Four-pack of tickets, if you can identify that morning mystery movie clip, call her 12-855-839-1210. And by the way, one of those individuals is celebrating their 55th birthday today. See if you get the winner and the prize when we come back here on Kale & Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. It's Kale & Company On Demand from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and the free Odyssey app. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube, on Twitter, and Instagram at 1210 WPHT. 20 minutes out, another Disney keyword. We will also find out what's on tap for the Dawn Show and who won Twitter today. And, of course, we've got Dawn's Big Three. And uh, what's on the cut sheet part due? So a lot to hit on before we get out of here this morning. But time to give away the Battleship New Jersey four-pack of tickets. Because Amanda in the Northeast is the winner this morning. Amanda, what movie clip did we just play for you? That would be Hitch. That is correct. Nice work, Amanda. There you go. Thank you. Four-pack of tickets, (laughs) Battleship New Jersey, and uh, Will Smith uh, celebrating his 55th birthday today. And that clip was Will Smith and Kevin James. Thank you very much, Amanda. We appreciate you. Thank you so much, guys. Love it. Thank you. You got it. There she is. Four-pack of tickets for Amanda as um, Hitch 
Will Smith, 55. I think he just slapped Chris Rock during the commercial again. <laughs> I think I've, I saw that come down the wire. Uh, remember when that was all the rage and everybody oh, was just, that's all anybody could talk about. That was talked about for almost a month. Oh, it was annoying. It really is. It almost got as much run as uh, the Lauren Boebert dating situation. <laughs> 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 or the uh, the Trump-Stern war, which I want to just mention this before uh, we get to Dawn's big three, because we played you the clip last week of Howard Stern. I am woke, mother. And I love it. <laughs> Where he is embracing his newfound wokeness, yeah. and he says it's because, well, you get labeled woke if you hate Trump or this or that or the other thing. And Trump said this, and I just laughed. I laughed when I saw this get shared on Twitter. Trump posted it on his truth feed. And I'm just picturing Trump and hearing his voice, and he says the following in this post. The real Howard Stern is a weak, pathetic, and disloyal guy who lost his friends and much of his audience. Until just recently, I haven't heard his name mentioned in years. I did his show many times in the good old days, and then he went woke, and nobody cares about him any longer. I don't know what they really pay him, but it shouldn't be much. His influence is gone, and without that, he's got nothing. Just a broken weirdo, unattractive both inside and out, trying like hell to be relevant. So there's Trump's uh, post and his rebuttal to that. Which you knew, like, if, if you mention Trump's name in a negative way, and you're anybody of substance... And look, like Howard Stern still technically does matter because the name and the brand of 35 plus years, you know, it's going to get back to Trump and, you know, he consumes the media and he's going to have a rebuttal. And uh, I don't think there's anything inaccurate. There's just some things like we don't need a a presidential candidate discussing. And and Howard Stern is one of them. Like, who cares? (laughs) Like, seriously, dude, he's like he's tweeting about that at 2 a.m. Like, what is he doing? Honestly, I think I think Trump's rebuttal to Stern is more is more interesting than any rebuttal to Chris Christie. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, look. I mean, Trump kind of sw- swept in and kind of replaced Howard Stern as the guy who will say anything. That's actually a good point. So, you know, there's a, probably a part of Stern that feels threatened by that. That's you know, somebody very good point claiming his mantle as, you know, Mister No Filter. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, they were good friends. I mean, he was at oh, yeah. uh, Trump was uh, Stern was at Trump's second wedding to Marla Maples, and I think Trump was at uh, Stern's wedding to Beth too. Okay. So, I mean, there is a history there. Yes, you know, they are friends, or they were friends. So, there you go. Um, I don't know. All right, nine thirty-three as we get to Dawn Stenzelin's big three at nine. It's the big three and nine on Kale and Company. Big three at nine will begin with starting today. I know that you'll be happy to know the Biden administration says uh, it's providing $600 million in funding to produce new at home COVID-19 tests and restarting the website starting today, allowing all of us to again order up to Four free tests per household. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm looking news you can use, Nick Hale. Yeah. You know, if I get to take my kids trick or treating this year. I might actually go around and see, forget about the Starburst and the Mr. Good Bars. I'm hoping some houses give out free COVID testing kits this year. <laughs> what's, this, what's this costing us? Ah, well, it's, well, no, no, no. It's, it's free. Yeah, free. Uh, oh, it's, of course it's free. free. Yeah, the yeah. big guy right. uh, announced $600 million in funding. $600 million. Okay. It's free. Okay. Uh, for free tests. So order yours, Department of Health Wait. and Human Services. Boy, wouldn't you love to be uh, on the other end of the company that's making these things? And, oh. you know, imagine that giant payday they get. Well, and it, and it still pales in comparison to what Zelensky's getting from this administration. Yep, I would like. I would like the uh, if Trump is elected, I would like him to come out and say, you know what, I'm going to give 
uh, the American people free Kale and Company T-shirts, mm. and uh, it's just going to cost like he forks over six hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. We give him a ton of T-shirts, yeah, and then he gives them out free. Yes, that would be great. For Absolutely, us. to show you how over I am with COVID and how done with it, I'd rather see six hundred million go to Zelensky. <laughs> Give him another six hundred million before you give out these stupid tests. <laughs> if you don't feel good, stay home. Stop testing. God, these test freaks. Oh, I get a runny nose. I better swab my right nostril. Well, you can swab for free again. Mm. So starting today, you can go to covidtests.gov starting today, and no cost tests will be delivered for free by the United States Postal Service. Free. Yes. So uh, let's talk about the economy. We've talked about uh, the third quarter winding down this week. We, we've talked about the uh, possible government shutdown looming, and you aired you know, some of that take as well. We know that we, the U.S. economy, as the third quarter winds down, the Federal Reserve placing a pause last week on its campaign of increasing interest rates to combat inflation, which is at record rates. And uh, the Fed, though, does not have a recession in its forecast, but is signaling slower growth ahead. So this, as the UAW, the union workers, uh, United Auto Workers, still on strike. We've had some in Bucks County and Langhorn, in Langhorn speaking out about this. So across the country, Joe Biden expected tomorrow to join those UAW workers in Michigan and join the union strong on mm-hmm. the picket line. So he's going to picket. Yeah. Speaking of the uh, financial issues in the economy, by the way, I was checking my mail on Saturday, all junk mail. I got a credit card offer in the mail with an annual fee and a cool interest rate of 29.995%. Ouch. Yeah. No, thank you. I ripped that thing up so quick. (laughs) I I need to pay you an annual fee and 30% interest? No, thanks. Yes. (laughs) Economics, baby. And we have to talk about, you know, the rising price of oil, international benchmark, um, crude now sitting above 93 a barrel. And remember the resumption, because Anthony Dorenzo mentioned this to me, the resumption of student lo- loan payments early next month. As those, remember, this is a big uh, Biden push that he would put that off or have loan forgiveness. It didn't happen. So you have all these individuals who now are pay- have to start paying up on their student loans. They've had a, a pass for a while. Mm. That starts, so that's expected as another drag on economic growth okay. and consumer spending. Just want to put all that in a little package for you as far as all things economic. Number three, Cleveland Clinic's annual mention, uh, mention it survey. These are researchers here who say in the United States of America, most men believe they're living a healthy lifestyle, but half are not getting a yearly physical or taking care of their mental health. I'll be honest. I've never had a physical in my life. What? What? Never. Bro, come on, dude. No. How did you go through high school sports and not have a physical? Oh, I'm sorry. As an adult. As an adult. Oh, okay. Yes. I was going to say. Since I got out of college, I don't think I've actually gone to a, f- a doctor for like an annual physical checkup. Physical and yearly blood work. You should. Yeah. Starting at like 40. Actually, I'll be, you should I'll be 40 in January. Well, yeah. d- actually, you should have started at like 36 or 37. But, but that was a good time for- to start. 40 is a good. All right. And it goes by family history. That's my New Year's resolution. Yeah. But given, it, you always have to look at family history, and given your family history, I would, yeah. seriously, I would say that's a big determinant. Well, now, now that you bring that up, given my family, I, you know, I don't know that I want to know. 
No, you do. That's another piece of it. People don't want to know. That's a whole other study that we never even discussed. But this one, this survey, researchers say 65% of men are hesitant to seek professional help for issues like stress, anxiety, and depression. And also, most men are say they're reluctant to address any sexual health issues as well. Mm. One in three men admit experiencing some issues with having having intimacy, but many are not seeking professional help for that either. And they point out that sexual dysfunction is one of the most common issues that men can can deal with, particularly with age, but it's also associated with other health issues. So it's not just about that one thing. Usually if they solve something else, you know, then that Mm. solves that. Okay. Interesting. I, so, I would say, as as a radio doctor myself, if men are having those issues, uh, skip the pill and just watch the Bobert video. <laughs> stop. stop! Like if you have you know blood flow issues or yeah. um, you know high blood pressure, yeah, you know it, heart issues yeah. that can all lead to that. So take care of yourself, men. Either that, or your wife ain't doing the the kinky, oh blame yeah, a woman yeah, the yeah. kinky stuff that yeah, you're into exactly. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. That's yeah. the Cleveland Clinic uh, latest research, latest study. They have do this annual study on men's health. So we got to worry about our – and that's why a lot of men who are healthier have a woman in their lives, mm. right? Whether it's your mom, your wife, your girlfriend, your significant other. My situation. You're right? pressing the hell out of Nick, dog. What kind of What kind of big three is this? Yeah, you got Nobody, anything good? Man. <laughs> in the big three, nobody's don't you have taking like care a, of Nick. Don't you have like a Bet Parks player prop you can give me? <laughs> That I can make some money tonight on, Don? <laughs> that's right, man. If you want to be happy, just go to parks, that's okay? Right. All right. That's it for our big three on this dreary, gloomy day. The sun comes out Wednesday morning. All right. Don's big three, <laughs> 940 here on this Monday morning. Let's get to what's on the cut sheet. Part Sorry, Dick. I was premature. Yes, man. And if you have premature issues, that can be corrected as well. Sorry about that. I was a little quick on the trigger there, Nick. I heard that. Uh, By the way, before we get to what's on the cut sheet part due, we we post a lot of uh, stuff over the weekend. Videos from us, from Rich, from Dom. Uh, We had a video posted of uh, Dawn and Jimmy Fallon. All kinds of videos. Would you guys care to guess what got the most play because you know we see analytics do you guys care to guess what uh what post over the weekend by the way if you're not following us follow us now uh 1210 on twitter uh what post got the most play over the weekend i'm gonna say uh dom with uh the guest yeah. he had on friday you would be wrong uh oh matt rooney you would be wrong uh, well it was a matt rooney tweet but not the matt rooney on jesse waters show oh it was a photo that Matt Rooney tweeted out of our own Daniel Valdez with his girlfriend dressed up in like old timey. I you know love those, that. You know those? Yeah, those those like Wild West type yes. photos. Yes, yeah. I've done them with my my daughters and my wife. That got the most play of anything we by by almost double. Yeah, by by anything we. I have to say, I did retweet that. Yeah. Did you? It. Yeah. Daniel, can you put that up for it? Go to YouTube, youtube.com slash at 1210WPHD. Or if you can't, if you're driving me right now, uh, it's up on the Twitter page at 1210WPHD. But go to YouTube, Daniel, if you want to put that photo up. What do we th- what do we think of the old-timey photos? I love them. Yeah. I've always been a big yeah. fan. Although Valdez in that picture, like if that was a real weapon that he was holding, I, I would be concerned for everybody's well-being in that room. He looks like, yeah, look at, yeah. He looks like a serial killer. Yep. 
and he's there I with his it. with his with his beautiful girlfriend. And no glasses on for Valdez in that N- picture. No, uh, holding up Jack Daniels bottle. Well, that's a good job out of him. Uh, they have one of those old Tommy guns up mm-hmm. there. Yep. This got the most play o- on Twitter over the weekend. Yeah. So like when uh, people tweet us, well, why don't you get back to the what is the shock jock radio? And Greg says something. <laughs> Maybe we have to spend more time talking about Trump. Maybe yeah. we know what we're doing here. We do. How about that? Uh, YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHT if you want to see this photo. I, look, it's... A, it's. I mean, it's a classic. We've I all, mean, I'm assuming that's like he's on the boardwalk at the Jersey Shore and went into one of those little spots. And I, I've done that in Jersey. I've done that in Ocean City, Maryland. I love that. That's so much fun. Why, why are we talking about him like he's not here? Daniel, where'd you get this photo taken? Uh, I was in Wildwood. Yeah, a Wildwood. Never. That's what I figured. (laughs) Never mind. Have we all? I've done this photo. Have you done this photo, Nick? Multiple times. Don Stensland. Have you done this photo? Yes. Okay. Yep. It's like the rite of passage. Love it. It is. Yeah. I actually did it. My 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 best friend Colleen. She and her husband of many years when they kind of took off for New Orleans. Yeah. Did a New Orleans wedding. So we went into one of those places. So I'm the bridesmaid with the shotgun. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like <laughs> the famous <laughs> kind of a, but I love, I love it. I love Daniel. You, I mean, this is right out of central casting with mm-hmm. you and Bella. YouTube, I love it. YouTube.com slash at 1210 WPG. Daniel, I know this is, this is for you, uh, but I'm ordering you to do this. Can you put up a, a poll? Uh, Old timey photos. Yay or nay. Yeah. Yay or nay. And by the well, way, who would not like it? Valdez, I, 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 I Valdez looks like I'm he could be that. a mobster in Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> like he'd be like Capone's right hand yeah. man. Yeah. My only thing was I wanted to hold a gun. That was it. <laughs> but it's not, I walked in there. But it's not a said, real what gun. What do you guys want to do? Right. I said I don't care. Just give me a gun. Old timey photos, yay or nay, on the YouTube uh, chat. YouTube.com slash at twelve ten wph And by the way, I'm going to I'm going to be a I'm going to be an outlier, and I'm going to say no. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, even though I'm, I've done it. Uh, yeah, it's 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 very lopsided. Everybody and, voting yes. And that picture of Valdez with that like look on his face, like he's ready to kill somebody. Yeah, that's the same look he gives me when I ask him to print out a story. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen that firsthand, folks. By the way, Daniel, your your mother's in the YouTube chat, Daniel. No way. Of course she is. Oh, boy, she's oh, proud. Okay. She's proud of da- she's okay. proud of her Daniel. Yeah. Right. Daniel's mom checking in. Yeah. We've had Joe Biden That's check awesome. in. Who else have we had check in? <laughs> Anthony's <laughs> mom. Anthony's mom. And his nana. Henry's Henry's dad is on here too. Henry's dad. Henry. That's uh, like a family affair. It's the only show. Okay. Uh, one clip because this is what's on the cut sheet. Uh, one clip before we uh, go to break. M- M- Mara Gay was on with the uh, uh, Morning Joe crew this morning, saying the White House doesn't need to run away from the issue of Joe Biden's age. Oh, take it Con- on. Contrary to what everybody else says, this is that uh, clip. A real mess. Mara, there are clearly real concerns for the White House. Um, The border situation, as Jay Johnson just laid out, very clearly one of them. The economy with uh, the Federal Reserve suggesting that interest rates, which means car payments, a whole host of other payments are going to stay high, mortgage rates next year as well. And yet, poll after poll keeps pointing to a major concern amongst voters as being Joe Biden's aide. I'm just wondering whether you think there's going to be a change of strategy in the White House now around how they address that. They've gone from kind of laughing off the age question to kind of getting 
irritated with reporters when we raise the age question. Do you think this is a moment where they, they have to have a kind of rethink on how they're selling their campaign? I do think that they should start embracing the reality that the president is older and that is a concern among Americans. But the problem is when you kind of ignore concerns or you uh, treat them as silly, that only makes people more curious. Well, why aren't you talking about this? Why aren't you owning this? And I think embracing that and saying lots of Americans are older or, you know, it doesn't mean that you need to put somebody out to pasture. This is a question of ability. This is a, a question of experience. There's something to be said for decades of experience in Washington getting things done. And I think that is kind of that pivot that they need to make. And I think the longer they delay that, the more space they give to Donald Trump, but also just in voters' minds, in the minds of independent voters, swing state voters, well, gee, let me just wait and see. And I think if you're if you're Joe Biden, you really want to kind of coalesce your base at this point. And I also have to say that these polls, it is so early. And of course, how how you contextualize these polls matter. So there may be many Americans who say, well, yeah, I'm a little concerned about Joe Biden's age. But if you ask them, would that stop you from voting for him? They may have a very different answer. So you don't want to make too much of it. But uh, the White House doesn't need to run away from this issue. Oh, no, no, no. They, they definitely need to run away from it because there's no way you can embrace it. What are you going to say? With age comes wisdom? Well, I think that's her point, right? Is well, that is that they you can't get away from it. Everybody correct. knows his age, so why not run on it? But and the reality is, would his age be an issue if the econ- like if Joe Biden was a good president and the economy was booming and crime was under control and the border was secure, age is less of an issue. But when you got a guy out there that doesn't know who he's talking to, yeah. doesn't know which way to exit the stage, <laughs> is talking to the Black Caucus and brings up the Hispanic Caucus and then botches the LL Cool J thing as just the most recent example of cognitive decline, uh, it's it's a bad look. It, it's the elephant in the room that there's no solution to. Yeah, yeah. yeah before all they wanted to talk about was Trump, mm-hmm. the the federal felon. Well, that hasn't worked, right? Yep. So yep. now this is the new, I think, the new progressive and or Democrat talking point to say, oh, let's talk about Joe's age and debate that or Fetterman's outfit. Mm-hmm. And so it once again, we're not talking about the number one issue which is the economy, which stinks right now for everybody across the board. Mm -hmm. And they sit there and say, well, just because you're older and you're in your 80s doesn't mean you have to be put out to pasture. We're not saying that Joe needs to be placed in a retirement home or put down. We're just saying you can't be the president of the United States (laughs) in this state of mind. Yeah. So Um, it's an interesting look. It's an interesting debate, obviously not one that that this side of the aisle is having but but on the other side do do you run away from it or do you run on it and i think it is something that a lot of the uh pundits not pundits but political advisors are are debating right now you know what i mean like like uh i just don't know how you run on it when you cater your messaging to gen z I agree. Like i'm going to target 21 year olds mm-hmm. but my guy is 81 yep Twenty-one's going to look at eighty-one and be like, "That's that's what you got." I mean, I'm saying that, and I'm forty. Yeah. So, all right, there you go. 
That'll do it for What's on the Cut Sheet Part 2. It's 9.51, time for our uh, Disney keyword today. And, of course, you're going to take that keyword, go over to 1210WPHT.com, enter it for your chance at a free trip to Walt Disney World every morning at 9.50 for the month of September. So this is the last week. The keyword today is parks, not P-A-R-X, like Parks Casino, but like theme parks. Theme park. P-A-R-K-S. Parks. P-A-R-K-S. KS is the keyword today. Take that to 1210WPHT.com and enter for your chance at a free trip to Disney World. All right. Uh, we got about the uh, about eight minutes until the eight Dawn minutes. Show comes up, and uh, we find out what's on tap this morning at 10 o'clock. Yeah, I, I'm going to look at another study, by the way, <clears throat> that talks about sex on the brain Uh-oh. and what it helps protect against. So we'll have a mm. little chat about that this latest. And I, mm. I apologize. I wish I had seen it because <laughs> I'm incorporating it into the Cleveland yeah. Clinic. Yeah. But this is another sex, one. Sex on the brain yeah. prevents good big takes. He, you understand what she's doing here, Nick? She's saving all, all no, the good it's stuff not true. for her show. I know. I was actually looking. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, the, I swear. Yeah. The coffee mug talk ended the dirty stuff on our show. <laughs> holding, <laughs> holding things back. I was never trying to talk back. dirty about yeah. the coffee cup. Everybody yeah. was thinking dirty. I know. It's not your fault <gasps> at all. But yes, it is true. It is true. She's holding back from us. I'm but, not holding back. No, I swear we, to you. There's... You know what? Here's the thing. There's so much material I <laughs> that I never have to because it's all breaking. It's true. And we don't know when Menendez, when is he going to speak? Is he going to do a little show and tell with his gold bar? Uh, what's he going to say? So we'll have all of that. Obviously, all the developing stories. But we have Amy Wilburn coming up at 10.05 after we update you and just talking about uh, what's going on with uh, immigration, bankruptcy, law expert here. Uh, she's of the Lincoln Goldfinch Law Firm. And joins us to expand on the recent news from the Biden administration, right? And so we'll talk about that. And then 11 o'clock, Phil Kirpin, he will be here with his thoughts on the uh, Biden-Harris medical debt and so much more. So big show ahead. All right, I'm going to go home and uh, go through my closet and see if I have any gold bars or cash laying around. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Cash in not, envelopes. But I just got to you know tie up all my loose ends before the feds get me. All right, 9.53. Let's uh, find out who won Twitter today. Who won Twitter? Uh, Richard Nataro wins Twitter. He says, the the cheerful Don Santon is correct. We men rarely go to the doctor until it's too late. I didn't realize I had hypertension until I had a nosebleed that wouldn't stop. Thankfully, uh, that, hap- that happened instead of a stroke. I think that is the message that I want to um, uh, everybody to take away from today's program. Uh, go to the doctor and get yeah. checked. Maybe we should live stream my physical on, on the YouTube channel when I go. I mean, wow. look, I'm a shill, so absolutely, anytime yeah. we can do something. You know, my health that. and my hip would be damned. I'll do it for the audience. Yeah. 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 Anything to get clicks, right? Yeah. All right. That'll do it for us on this Monday. Have a great rest of your day. Oh, by the way, Eagles game tonight. Uh, oh, yeah. Woo! Wait, hang on. Yes. Let's, let's do a... Uh, are we doing a 20 spot? We do a 20 spot. Okay. I'm going to go uh, Eagles 24, Bucks 20, which means... They don't they, cover. They do not cover. Okay. And it goes under. But oh. I think the Eagles get a... Close one. Tampa Bay's been pretty good yep, this year yep. so far. All right, I'm going to go. I'm not going to give a score, but I'm going to say that they cover the spread at four and a half. Okay, and I'm going to go on the over. Okay, at 45. Dawn, Eagles, Bucks. Your thoughts? Any pick? I always, you know, I'm never going to go against the Eagles. So. <laughs> That's why I love the individual player performances. But I'm never, I'm never going to root. Like you guys do for another team. No, it's not going to happen. We're all we're all betting on the Eagles to win tonight. Yeah, I just don't think they cover. That's all. Yes. Yeah. See, 
All right, you text me your player prop later. I'll make, <laughs> I'll make some money on that. Don's Don's going to Italy. That's I true. am, you guys. In the spring. What is what is happening? I know. You're going to do really the show excited. remotely, right? From like a, a, a gondola? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I'm seriously, this is, so I have, admittedly, I went with my friend Colleen, who I talked about, to Rome. Yep. But I have not been to southern Italy Wow. In my, this is the trip of a lifetime, and we are ecstatic. All right. So you remember the last time with Dom, PHT travelers visited northern Italy. We are heading south. I'm talking southern Italy on this touring trip, one of the most beautiful coastlines in the entire world, the Amalfi Coast. So join me for 12 magical days in luxury with the professionals, once again, from Conservative Tours. So this is, if you're not familiar with conservative tours, they are the biggity big, the best. And I'm, I'm serious with this. They are the best. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. We're going to take the high-speed jet foil to the Isle of Capri. Years ago, I bought a, a poster of the Isle of Capri. I've always wanted to go here. This is my bucket list, one of them. Oh, I can't wait. 5267, that's including your airfare, luxury Hotels, first class, dining events, and we are going to remember this for years, for years and years from now, and we'll celebrate these memories together. Just call, please do this, and join me as we escape to Southern Italy and the best of Southern Italy. 888-733-9494. Go to conservativetours.com, the Abbey of Monte Cassino, Italy's best kept secret, Puglia, Medieval Caserta. Sorrento, Pompeii, and yes, the sites in Rome. Join me next spring in Italy. I'll see you on the Isle of Capri. Call now 1-888-733-9494, conservativetours.com. Tell them Dawn sent you. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday mornings 6 till 10 on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.